You're listening to Songs Out Loud from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm Aaron Dorr. Yo, what up, world? It's Damon, uh, Northside St. Louis. I'm an artist, uh, rapper, sometimes singer, songwriter, producer. Yeah, I love what I do. I love it. So please don't bother trying to change me and waste my time for all that I know. I might die before I wake up. I'll take each day like it's tomorrow. The years I've been... Things got serious for Damon after moving back to St. Louis from Los Angeles in 2016. Since then, his music has landed alongside everyone from Bernie Sanders to DJ Shadow. His brand new single, Turn the World Around, was released last week and is featured in the Xbox exclusive open world racing game Forza Horizons 5. For this episode, we're going back to 2017 for a deconstruction of his song, With the Gang, co-written and produced with his longtime collaborator, Adrian Speets of the former Jupiter Studios in St. Louis. Along with Damon's personal reflections, you're about to hear the individual parts of the song that make up the whole. For this episode, I'm using seven individual files from the original multitrack session to augment Damon's narrative about the creative process behind the song. Songs Out Loud breaks it down, instrument by instrument, lyric by lyric, and beat by beat. No one chase me, cause I don't care, my heart is hollow. So please don't bother trying to change me and waste my time for all that I know. I might die before I wake up. I'll take each day like it's tomorrow. Yeah, I love the verse. <laughs> I just love the it's really for me, it's really hard to balance like I don't want to say complaining, but like talking about your pain and things that you're dealing with and being dope. Like some oftentimes our favorite rappers who just really get into like the hardships of their life or the storytellers, they're not really the most technically proficient rappers. Usually feel like you get one or the other. Like the when we were kids, the big argument being Biggie versus Tupac and Tupac being more emotionally connected and Biggie being more of a technical MC. And I feel like this rap does both, like where it has this really cool flow and the rhyme scheme is dope, but you can tell like I'm hurting. Y'all know I'm going crazy. I'm almost there. It's hard to follow. The road I'm on can no one chase me because I don't care. My heart is hollow. And I didn't really get into the specifics because like I, you tell a story too many times over and over again. I feel like you're repeating yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you are repeating yourself. So I wanted to find new and creative ways to to like talk about my pain, but then also just like get, give it that edge where like, yo, this nigga is spitting. You know what I mean? So please don't bother trying to change me and waste my time for all that I know. I might die before I wake up. I take each day like it's tomorrow. The years I bled, tap my face up. The tears I shed, my private sorrow. I can't wait to turn the tables and tell DJs to turn And then at the end to say, I can't wait to turn the tables and tell DJs to turn me up. It just does again, like trying to really crystallize the theme of the song. It's like taking these hardships and making something great out of them and like, getting getting what you know achieving your goals not in spite of what you've gone through but because of it i can't wait to turn the tables and tell djs to turn me up i just love that play on words too so it's just fun 
Was that, uh, do you have a moment where you realize like, um, oh shit, I'm, I'm actually about ready to tell the DJ to turn my own shit up. Like I'm being played <laughs> in a club or like, I don't know, like they use your shit for Bernie's walkout or whatever, but like, yeah. what were your first moments where you're like, I'm a musician in the industry, like for real, for real. Um, man, I, you know what's funny? It doesn't really stick. Like I like it doesn't like um I I saw the best little bit of an interview from Jack Harlow. He said it really well. He was like, you know, he's just trying not to be, get too used to the successes. The thirst for success and how far I want to take this, how far will it go? Where I'm still, ooh, I want more. Uh -huh. Cause it's never enough. It's it always normalizes for you. That's why it's important to me to take those moments where you're like, damn, I achieved a lot of what I want to do achieve. And for people, I feel like that are really that are really trying to get big, really do something big. You don't really revel in it for very long. It like lasts for 10 seconds. I think we had a, I was on a song, DJ Shadow, DJ, DJ Shadow's last album, uh, Our Pathetic Age, I believe. And there's a song called Urgent, Important, Please Read, featuring Tef Poe and Rockwell Knuckles and myself. It had the rest of the album had De La Soul and Nas and Ghostface and all these people on there. You see my name. And then we got in a Rolling Stone magazine. And I think that moment, like, I was like, oh shit. I think we were at Atomic Cowboy. And the DJ started playing it. And people are like dancing to it. And I was like, oh, that's really great. That's a dope moment. But as soon as it happens, you just are already like, all right, what's next? Like, all right, that was cool. That was Shadow Song. And I'm just like, feature, you know what I mean? Like, you're already like making these, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I got, I got to step it up. I got to get my record played. And I, you know, you're just always looking for the next challenge or the next hurdle to climb. Me and Adrian started working together. It was fall 2015, I believe. I believe. Around that time, um, not to get super serious, but I was struggling with substance abuse problems. So I was constantly on something and drunk. And uh, but weirdly enough, I remember this one. So and I saw uh, like nine months clean and sober post. So yeah, real mad props for that. Thank you, thank you. Coming up on a year. Yeah. Maybe your headspace was like mid-trip or mid-bender or whatever. Is it hard <laughs> to come back and perform those? Do you have to get into a different headspace or say like from a new point of view, like this is me? I don't know. Is there any content that is in conflict with your lifestyle now from this song? No, that is interesting. No, not really. I, I it's The music really just recreates the moment for me. So I don't need, you know what I mean? Because like the moment the sample comes in, I just emotionally am attached to that energy from the song. Yeah, the struggle is real, the hunger is worth. Skinny fat nigga with muscle, my stomach is loud as my mama in church. Shouting for something to work. So it doesn't really, like I did at first like January of this year was the first song I had written sober in a decade, man. So I was like, I remember telling myself, if you need, if you, need the drugs and alcohol to do this then you don't need to do this anymore like if that if that's what if that's what it takes for you then then you don't got it and just do something else like that's a 
<laughs> but I'm really proud though. That song, the first that's it's called Turn the World Around. I love movies where the villains are cop and the superhero dealing with hard knocks, but so what? Like everything that you think you not, you might be with a singular plot twist, but so what? Don't believe that you lost shit, you know what? You go from even the boss quick, but slow up to forever last like a heavy bag. I be chilling while you killing for the feeling like I already have. You've been the percent of your images, dim and solicit. Your glow up is the best weapon to blow up. And my everything better than yours, like a petty king ready for war path, but so what? I was like, all right, so cool. So I, I'm not total garbage. <laughs> I was like, thank God. It's, it isn't just the drugs. <laughs> it's like something else there, yeah. But yeah, we, we, me and Adrian started working together. And uh, he saves everything. He keeps like hard drives worth of just random stuff. And so one, one of these benders I was on, he went on, he went on the trip with me. And uh, we had been up for like days at that point, just screwing around with ideas. And he's all, he he finds this this video on his on his, uh, his his computer, and it was just like these people talking at his house. It's like a little, like a little party, the kickback. And he just isolates this one part. And he was like, "I bet you I could make a beat out of this." And, I, and I'm just drunk and high, like, "No, the fuck you can't." And he's like, "I bet you I can." So, yeah. And he takes this tiny little part where someone just going, "Hey, you gotta do that, didn't die," and he isolates it and chops it up, and that's the sample. For the song, it's just I don't even know what was happening. It's just that's so weird. <laughs> and so I'm watching him chop it up, and you know, add the 808. Yeah, he Adrian loves drops. He loves them. So where we have to fight about how many go in songs. The song went from this sort of experimental amalgamation of like ideas, like a bunch of just like, oh, let's do this, let's do this, do this, to being shelved forever, to then just being released as sort of a Lucy. So I we were a little looser with the process. And so I didn't really get all like, it's too many drops. I was just like, yeah, that's what you're feeling. Like, go for it, you know? And he and he is, for all of his technical ability, he's really a go with your gut type of artist too. So he's like, if he's feeling something, he just rides it, you know? the beat really quickly like it's kind of it's a simple beat it's like it's that sample sample and 808 and i think he uh he played the xylophone he has a xylophone in the studio in the booth so he played on the xylophone yeah that's a real xylophone yeah <laughs> he keeps for, just because sometimes singers need to catch a note or find a note so he keeps the xylophone in the recording booth in his studio. And so he'll just hit, so he's like, oh, I need you to hit this note. So he'll go in there and hit a note. He's just like, yo, you know what this needs? Because <laughs> he gets in these, he's so funny. Yeah, yeah, it needs a fucking xylophone. And I'm like, I'm just like Dave Chappelle from Killing Me Softly. Like, yeah. And a car pulls up next to us. And I'll never forget it. Chippy looks at me, he's all drunk, and she's like, Dave, I'm gonna race him. 
I knew it was a bad idea, but I was high. I tried to explain to him it was a bad idea, but all that came out was, well, nigga, sometimes you got race, I don't know. Like, yeah, sometimes you got to put his out of that shit, you know what I mean? It's just like cosigning everything, you know? But, um, yeah, I mean, it worked. And then we were, I remember the, 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 it took some, some weeks to really write the whole song, but that first day I did write the first verse. Cause he goes, he's like, yeah, I want something fast. And he had been listening to the baby. And I don't, I have a weird thing. Like I, I only listen to other artists when my friends play them. Like, I don't listen to anything but, like, old jazz standards and, like, really, really old R&B and shit. And because I feel like, I just feel like if I listen to it, I listen to a Kendrick Lamar song, I'm going to try to, I'm going to end up accidentally writing some knockoff Kendrick Lamar song. So I'm actively avoiding that. So, uh, so he's like, y'all want something like the baby. So I didn't know what the baby sounded like, really. So I'm like, you mean like this? So I just do the, uh, the struggle is real, the hunger is worse. Skinny fat nigga, but doesn't mean he's just like, yeah, that's cool. The struggle is real, the hunger is worse. Skinny fat nigga with muscle, my stomach as loud as my mama in church. Shouting for something to work. Proud I'm a son of a hustler. How do I come up from nothing? I gotta get out of the dirt before I get buried in it. No, you never did it. That's because of the first. Well, I wrote that first verse that first day, but the rest of the song actually was different sessions, different moments. I be all up on it like it's all up, and they say it's all luck till I break your heart. Put it on a squad, on a squad, put it on a gun, put it on my god. What is going to be? The hook is a total is freestyle. Be? What is going to be? What is going to be? Like even the actual take that we use. I was just um I would do this thing. I don't do it as often now, but I was doing this a lot then where I would just go in the booth and what we call just we call it gibber. So I'd be like, "All right, we're just going to do some gibber." So I would just do like we set the track to just loop and I would do like six or seven minutes of just gibberish sometimes not even any words and in the middle of me just going i think i the the dun, 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 just, just being silly with that and then at some point i was like put that on a squad on a squad put it on a gang put it oh my god i just literally just popped out like and 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 adrian stops and goes all right we got the hook <laughs> it's like He's just like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So that just kind of fell out. That was a good moment. I be all up on it like it's all up. And they say it's all luck till I break your wire. Put that on a squad. Yeah, I try to recreate that that feeling in writing sessions too. So I'm like, when I'm sitting by myself writing, like there is a lot of editing that goes into it, but I try to make that a separate effort. So when I'm writing a song, I want it to feel as free as possible. So it's just a lot of freestyling and just jumping around and being goofy and, you know, taking breaks, going in and out, pausing, you know, not trying to like weigh yourself down too heavily with whatever you're what working on. What is gonna be? What is gonna be? What is gonna be? The third verse almost didn't make it at all. The third verse is an homage to um, Pimp C's verse from Big Pimpin' by Jay-Z, where he's like, everybody want a ball, holla at Brawl. So it was like a repurposed version of that. So 
Everybody want a ball, acting hard at the mall. Tell me why they closing stars, don't nobody go no more. If you was a trapping baby, you was probably hella ball. Underground king, got the reservoir. Put that on a squad. It's funny how like that verse almost didn't make it, but if you talk about a theme for the song, that verse is the trying to tie it all together. It was initially the second verse, but like a lot of the other verses are more stream of consciousness. The first verse is life is shit. <laughs> you know? The first half is about struggling and then the second half is like sort of like the attitude you take as a person in the struggle, you find a way to, you know, like the biggest stars come from that kind of environment. You know what I mean? Like you take all your pain and your your hardship and then you turn it into an edge and use it to, you know, take on the world. So like you go from like, oh, I'm struggling and all my mom's praying for me in church and all these things that are that are really happening. And then you start to extrapolate from there and imagine like, oh, I'm going to be a star and all these the women are going to love me. And I'm and it's like, you know, because like, I'm selling my struggle, I'm going to package it, sell it. And you know what I mean? So that was kind of the, the first verse plays off itself. But the third verse taking taking a, a inspiration from the pimp c thing really just breaks it down like almost word for word like explains it like everybody want to uh, say everybody want a ball acting hard at the mall but you know the like the northwest plaza mall when we, when we were kids that was like the that was the shit the tilt arcade on it that it's it's like it's closed jamestown is, is a is a barren wasteland now you know what i mean but like we're still here and you know we're making that i say i even say um if you wasn't trapping, you was probably hella poor. Underground King got the reservoir. And if you wasn't trapping, baby, you was probably hella poor. Underground King got the reservoir. Underground King got the reservoir. And because I'll be consistently using uh, water as a metaphor for like, you know, selling dope. But not, but I, I, but not dope is in drugs, is is in the song or is in the music itself. You know what I'm saying? So, well, because like you know, you say something is dope. You know, you'd be like, yo, that song is dope. So like talking about selling my music, talking about selling my art to people, or you know what I mean. So like that's the constant theme of it. It's like taking my hardship and crystallizing it, putting it in bags, and then selling it to people. <laughs> it's pretty much the whole kind of vibe of the song, you know. That was my brother's idea. We already had a solid demo and we were and I went to his crib and we were just like we were chilling and shooting the shit and uh and I played it for him and he was like, Yo, you need like some background stuff on there, bro. You need to, he just started singing that. He goes, You need to do like He's like, cause I, I no matter of fact, I gave him a copy of it. I was still in the habit then. Going back, that's you doing it or your brother? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's cool. me doing it. I was still in the habit then of like, as soon as I got something done, I would give it to my brother and my cousin. My brother Justin and my cousin Kane. And my brother and me were chilling in his crib and he had been listening to it. He's like, I love this song, but it's missing something. And he started singing that. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And so he didn't think I was going to do it. And I was like, I'm going to fucking do it, man. He's like, no, you're not. I was like, yes, I am. Like, why? I'm going to do it. And then we recorded it. And funny enough, like I said, this song is about three or four years old. We didn't like it. 
So we left it alone. So we just kept it there, but we didn't use it in the final demo. And then when I was thinking about, I was like, yeah, I need, I want to put something out. Cause I try to, I try to release stuff just on a regular basis, like a new single every couple of months, just like for, for the people that are, are rocking with me, you know what I'm saying? To give them something while waiting for new, for, for bigger projects. And uh, I was like, you know what? I want to put out with the gang because I really like the song and it was just kind of sitting and I was like, this, this just feels like a good moment. And we went back to the session and we were about to bounce a song and I was like, what's this? You know, because you can see on Pro Tools, like all the files. I was like, there's something muted and I unmuted it. And, we, and me and Adrian were like, we we're like, yo, this is dope. We're like, why did we mute this? <laughs> it's like, this is dope. So we just kind of kind of ended on there like literally the day we're bouncing the final master. We are just like, hey, fuck it. This is cool. So we put it in there. What is it about your brother and cousin that are like the first like, you know, filter for your uh, music? Well, my cousin is like my big brother. He is, he's like my big bro. Like he, he, we started rapping around, like started taking rap seriously around the exact same time. We've been in groups together and he just, I just trust him. Yeah, I believe in him. And he's a really talented rapper in his own right. And my brother, Justin, he's just, uh, he's just honest. He's really honest, like to, you know, maybe to a fault sometimes. So I just know he won't go, oh, that's dope just to make me feel good. You know what I mean? Like, he'll just be like, it's cool. Like, he's not always right, but he's always true. And that's, like you said, that's really important. Yeah. And now let's hear the complete finished recording of With the Gang by Damon. Yeah, the struggle is real, the hunger is worth Skinny fat nigga with muscle, my stomach is loud as my mama in church Shouting for something to work Proud I'm a son of a hustler, how do I come up from nothing? I gotta get out of the dirt Before I get buried in it, no you never did it, that's because I'm the first Turn a trap star into a fiend, yeah. Water in my city, by the bottle, aquafina Finna make the scene till they swimming in the sea, yeah. Ate up in the ocean, no I did it for my team, yeah. As for the rest of you nobody's getting lost, probably ever been involved, mommy. With a star, I be all up, on it like it's all up. And they say it's all luck till I break your eye up. Put it on a squad, on a squad. Put it on a gun, put it on my car. What is it gonna be? 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 Put it on a squad. Put it on a gun, put it on my car What is it gonna be? 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 Y'all know I'm going crazy I'm almost there, it's hard to follow The road I'm on can no one chase me Cause I don't care, my heart is hollow So please don't bother trying to change me And waste my time for all that I know I might die before I wake up I take each day like it's tomorrow The years I bled, tap my face up The tears I shed, my private sorrow I can't wait to turn the tables And tell DJs to turn me up Put that on a squad On a squad Put it on a gun Put it on my car What is it gonna be? 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 Put that on a squad, put it on a gun, put it on my car. What is it gonna be? 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 
what it's gonna be. Everybody want a ball, acting hard at the mall. Tell me why they closing stars, don't nobody go no more. If you was a trapping baby, you was probably hella ball. Underground king, got the reservoir. Put that on a squad, on a squad. Put it on again, put it on my car. What is it gonna be? 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 Put it on a car, put it on again, put it on my car. What is it gonna be? 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 Songs Out Loud is produced, engineered, and mixed by me, Aaron Dorr. But I got the idea to do this from my favorite music podcast, Song Exploder, over at Radiotopia through PRX, hosted by Rishikesh Hirway. And you should definitely be subscribed to there, too. The artists featured here would love your support if you like what you heard. Yeah, I will say I'm not doing shows right now. Um, I, I, I hope... Uh caretake for some family and they're older so i just i'm trying to be really responsible with like i don't really get out much but um but i would say the best way to support me is to follow me on instagram it's really silly but it's my hub right now so if you can follow me yeah follow me on uh songs by day d-a-e that's the best way to support me and it's free (laughs) yeah i mean i'll take your money if you have money You can give it to me. You give it to me through Instagram. (laughs) And I would love to have you back here next time when we do a track by Tree14. This has been a Songs Out Loud production. Yeah, second verse is my all. I just feel like it's just the best. Let's go there. Yeah. Um, Because it continues. Let me play it. Let me play it. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Oh, and if you're. Until I switch back to the microphone I'm talking into, like if you're talking yeah. over like when it's playing, that's totally fine. It's not recording that okay. section, but you cool. you will hear a echo of yourself or loop back or whatever. So that's, that's fine. That's annoying. Okay, one Thanks you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, I'll chill. I just get so excited. <laughs> First, I just want to say I'm glad this is just audio because I'm a terrible dancer, but I was getting my groove on just now. Uh, <laughs> oh man, we need to show that though. <laughs> but no, um, no funny story. We need of- you to record you. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh-